Then why don't we get dim lights in or something? You know what I mean? Even dimmer than light. The question is, why isn't it okay the way it is? There's two different lights. It doesn't matter. All right. What matters <laughs> is what what the camera looks like. Now matters the like in here. <laughs> are we recording? I think <laughs> advice. David and I are we're talking about advice and where you or where we go to for advice. Um, and at the end of the day, you, you want unbiased and constructive advice, not you know, just the person that's going to tell you what you want to hear. And I guess what is, you know, comforting to you, right? You want somebody to give you advice that is going to only help you be better, right? Yeah, I think um, a lot of people, they look, you know, for people that will just confirm what they, what they're thinking or if they're hurting and I get, you know, sympathy and giving somebody a shoulder to lean on. But I think a lot of times, you know, they're looking for advice and just by talking about it with somebody for an hour doesn't fix the problem. You know, we're about fixing problems and finding solutions, not just putting a mass cover over it, I guess, you know, and I see a lot of times that people just like to put masks over things. And, you know, like in, in uh, big daddy, remember he puts the, the, um, yeah, the newspaper over the piss, right? It's not going to go threw, away. He threw up all over the place because he drank a gallon of milk. Yeah, and then it's like you put the newspaper over the piss, but that doesn't fix the problem. It's, it's just a temporary it. remedy. You pretend it doesn't exist, but it's still there. And I think a lot of times when you're giving advice to somebody, there's a way to give it to where, yes, you can be sympathetic and nurturing, but you also have to be somewhat strong and maybe get out of your comfort level to give them genuine advice if you feel like something is wrong or right and guide them in the right direction. I think that's what real friendship is about and camaraderie. It's not just agreeing with somebody and making them feel better. I think you have to try to give them another point of view to make them better. And then it's the person's job that's getting this information to not get, you know, emotional about it or, you know, get upset. You know, if they're open for criticism, if they're willing to talk to you, they better be open for constructive criticism as well do you ask because some people will some people i guess the question is where do you go to for advice and a lot of people may not go to their superior their boss another team member for advice probably because they don't want to hear their honest opinion or maybe they won't give it but you have to be open to say hey i need help with this and be honest with me so it is that two-sided thing the person you're asking the advice from has to be honest and constructive and you have to be willing to accept their opinion and their you know, honest advice that they're providing. Yeah. I mean, you, people have friends and different kind of friends. One friend will just listen for hours and nurture. Your other friend will tell you how it is. And that's, I think the kind of person I am. Like people come up to me at least when it comes to these scenarios and they know they're going to get a cutthroat answer. Right. I, I'm sympathetic, but I'm direct. Mm-hmm. And I think um, they're not coming to me for a shoulder to lean on. Mm-hmm. They might go to their mom or dad or grandma or their best friend for that. But I think if you are those people, you also not only just give them a shoulder to lean on, you have to step it up and make them better. I go into work every day to try to make things better, whether it's for the clients we take care of, the office here. Um, If it's all about just, you know, listening 24-7 and not taking action and actually executing, um, no one's really going to get better. It's just going to be just like an idle world of fluff. Should employees ask their boss for advice, right? Like how... I mean, if there's no communication there, how the hell is the employee supposed to get better 
and how is, um, you know, the employer supposed to, you know, help this person grow without talking to them? Yeah. You know, think, who initiates that, right? I think before anybody, whether it's the, the employer even asking the employees for help mm-hmm. or vice versa, one has to be willing to take that answer and do something with it or acknowledge that there's maybe a little problem or something you can improve on. If you're just asking for help because you think like that's the right thing to do, but you haven't actually thought behind it. Like, yes, I have to get better here, here, here. Let me ask versus somebody's making a lot of mistakes and they're just asking because of these mistakes and not really thinking about why, like, what is the purpose of the ask, you know, to pretend like I'm going to try to fix it or permanently try to fix it internally and then ask. You have to know how to ask. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, a lot of a lot of bosses or whatever, they don't usually ask for feedback from themselves or it's usually like, hey, you know, does every, anybody, you know, want to share anything? Open table. But some most people are hesitant to do that. So how do you go about getting that feedback even from your team? Because we're on both sides, getting feedback as an employee, getting feedback as a business owner who's, who's managing a team. It's got to be both. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing that, I guess employees have to recognize is that their employers have 13 different personalities or 15, 20, depending on how many employees are in there on how they have a conversation with a certain person. I guarantee you, if you're running a company of 10 or 20 employees, you do not have the same exact conversation with the tone with every employee in there. I think that's impossible. You have people that are, you know, take it better direct. This is it. Boom. You have people that you have to kind of beat around the bush a little bit on and then and then go in, right? Nothing wrong with either one. So you, as an employee, also have to recognize that as well. The employer was balancing 15 different personalities at the same time while talking to people. So um, how do you ask? I think, one, you have to have an open-door policy. Like, you can't, you know, like, if you're, the only way you could talk to your employer is by setting an appointment or this kind of stuff. It's just not healthy. Um, I think you have to be willing to do better and the employer has to have an open door ready to help. And what is the employer's job? They're like, my job, I feel like I'm working for my people. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to do better. You know, like, I, they say employers don't have bosses. I do, my people. Right. I, you know, I work for them. You know, I work for them. You know, and I really believe in that. Like, how am I going to work for them? What is different in their scenario where I have to shift my daily routine for them? Right? Whether something is sick or they're gone for a while, there's a vacation. I am shifting daily, hourly, based on them. So I am working for them. So people that think that the employer only answers to nobody, they're out of their mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I think today, right, if you're listening, watching, what have you, um, it's good to set up that meeting, ask your boss for constructive criticism, advice, whatever you want to call it, and tell them you're willing to, you know, be, uh, be open and shoot you straight, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you're only going to feel better about having that conversation and not wondering, is my boss thinking that, it, you know, I'm good, I'm not good, what's happening? It just builds insecurity when you're not communicating. 100%. And, and if somebody's not used to somebody being so direct, and direct doesn't mean angry, it just means this is, this is it. Mm-hmm. Some people are just so used to fluff. fluff and beating around, and then when they're having a conversation with somebody that's direct, they think they're angry. They're not. They're valuing time, mm-hmm. and they're, they want it to be better. Right. It's like, a, want, it's like the, the shortcut to get to the, the store, right? You could either take the, the shortcut or you could take the long, scenic route, right? We choose not to. We want to get right there. So I think you as an employer have to recognize the kind of people you have in your establishment, and know how to reach them and connect with them. 
And if ones are more into directness, continue. And if ones are not used to it, explain. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why I'm doing it this way. Sure. It's not because anything's wrong. It's because we got saved time. Right. You know, there was no need for the seven-minute backstory, you know. Um, and I might come off really wrong, <laughs> but, no. like, you only have 24 hours in a day. You're here at work eight, nine hours. You're with your family for a couple of hours. How much time can you, like, waste beating around the bushes? Mm-hmm. And at least that's how I think. My thought isn't to be rude or uh, that ever because I will move mountains for the people that I care for and that care about our clients and care about our team and I will do whatever I can. And I've, and I've shown that in actions where I don't have to say anything. It's just done. Um, right. But. I think the, the message would be if you're an employer or employee, have that conversation, you know, going to work today and ask your superior for advice and, you know, and give them some advice back if they're open to it. Right. Create that open dialogue. Yeah. I mean, and just ask yourself, you know, where can I be better and um, recognize where you can be better and go on the Internet like. You know, do, take a questionnaire, look up ways. No one's perfect. No one is perfect, right? So if you're going to go into work every day, like where can you try to be better maybe 1% a day or 2%? And then after a couple of weeks of that change, you're going to start seeing a habit form. People sometimes think it takes five or 10 years to change. They don't realize it could take a couple of good weeks of consistency with something. And then there's a flow, you know, and sometimes people are just really just short-term thinkers. They mm-hmm. don't see the long play. Um, it doesn't take years to change a mentality. It could take maybe a couple of days, a couple of weeks before we start seeing a whole shift. Um, I think I'm big on that too. Get out there, get after it. Cool guys. Have a good one.